Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of NICE Talks. I'm Matthew Brown, part of NICE's media relations team. In this episode, we're going to be learning more about the launch of NICE's Earlier Value Assessment Programme in MedTech. Joining me in conversation are Mark Chapman, NICE's Interim Director of Medical Technology, and Andrew Davies, Digital Health Lead at the ABHI. Thank you both for joining. My first question is for you, Mark. Can you explain what the Early Value Assessment, also known as EVA, project is? So the Early Value Assessment has been born out of the need to drive innovation into the hands of health and care professionals to enable best practice. And with a multitude of innovation coming through the pipeline and into various healthcare systems internationally, it's been recognised that we need to assess a lot more of them and quicker in simple terms. So what we hope to achieve with the programme is to actively draw in digital products, medical devices and diagnostics that address national unmet needs, obviously provide quicker assessment. That is of its early value to identify the most promising technologies. And then, as I mentioned earlier, by drawing in this innovation, will be helping the priority areas like mental health, cancer, helping the NHS recover after COVID. And, and that ambition is really important because it's those innovations that will have the biggest impact, which we want to be spending our time on and ultimately what the systems themselves want to be focusing on in terms of supporting the adoption. And Andrew, turning to you, can you outline the benefits of NICE's Early Value Assessment pilot project from an industry's point of view? I think the ability to access the market quickly is a really important point for industry, both for many factors, absolutely about getting innovations to patients earlier so they can reap the benefits of those innovations, be that improved quality of life, better outcomes, or just better experience of the health system. So important from patient perspective, also important from a system perspective, we want to be able to demonstrate to the system that we, we are delivering efficiencies. So again, the sooner we can get product into the market, the sooner the system can see what benefits can be realized in terms of efficiency of processes, etc. And for industry, obviously, it's a quicker way to get a, a foothold in the market and being able to develop the evidence that's appropriate to aid further and hopefully rapid adoption of technologies. Mark, coming back to you, Can you explain why the pilot is needed? Do the current NICE programmes not already do everything the Early Value Assessment pilot is aiming to achieve? I think the answer is it does in part, but by recognition of what Andrew said there, it's the speed at which they do it. And that's going to be the biggest difference from what we currently do. And also the technologies that we're looking at in the first phase are largely in the digital health space. And whilst digital health is not new to healthcare systems internationally, the proliferation of these technologies is and is exponential. So what we hope to achieve with this pull those potentially the biggest promise into the system, assess them quickly. And where we have uncertainty around the evidence base, but there is clear plausible benefit, we can work on generating that evidence with partner organisations, whether that's through national awards that come out of other programmes, but most importantly, with the manufacturer developer themselves. So when we go to full NICE guidance, which is what we already have, like the medical technologies guidance, technology appraisal, to name two, then their chances of success is going to be greatly increased because they will have answered question as posed by the system rather than the question that is often answered by a clinical study or more often now the absence of those type of studies or, or evidence generation programmes. And staying with you, Mark, for the next question. The topic selected for early value assessment will look to address an unmet need as identified by NICE. 
can you outline how the process evaluation will be different and what kind of technologies the pilot will look at? This is about designing a process as we undertake the evaluation. So we're not going to get everything right. But equally, it's a slight departure from NICE's historic way of doing things, which is about getting the process and methods up front, get them set in stone, and having very narrow and tight guardrails around assessments. So for EVA, we're actually developing the programme as we go along, and that will allow us to figure out what technologies and what ambition we can have, what limitations there may be in evidence collection, and what may be the appropriate methodological model or business model, for example, for certain technologies. So with that rider, we then have to pick a theme that would be beneficial to the NHS because whilst there's a lot of digital health technologies and the traditional medical technologies, as I may refer to in my former life in, in, in the NHS, in cardiology, you know, these are many and not all are as relevant or as needed by the system at any given moment in time. So the key considerations we've put front and centre on EVA are mental health, early cancer detection, cardiovascular and elective recovery. So what we look through in the pilot, they should all fit into those categories. And in regards to the technologies, obviously I won't name specific technologies that we are considering at this moment in time, we'll likely be looking at classes of technologies via the use case approach rather than singling any single technology out as being the one because we know there are many competing technologies, let's say in the in the mental health space and some of them may already be in use, some of them may have fallen out of use for whatever reason, but we don't want to narrow the market down too much because we appreciate that the cost of that may be great as well. So we want to do the class-based approach. That means we'll get more technologies through, we'll give more choice to patients, there'll be a healthier marketplace. And that then gives us the opportunity to collect the data from many of these technologies. Some may be generating their own data, so we need to check there's the right governance around that. And the DTAC approach from NHSX, NHS England now is very important in this process. We should be aspiring to have that certification, if that's the right way to describe it. When we can collect all this data, we can then apply the formal recommendations that may come at a later date across more of these technologies as well. So again, hopefully generating that ecosystem that Andrew's members want to see, but also that choice in the system that clinicians and patients expect to see as well. Andrew, we've heard from you and Mark about the challenges developers of MedTech have, and I wonder where you think promising technologies are stalling in development. Is it because of an evidence gap or a lack of positive guidance or is there an adoption issue? I think the bigger question is, are they stalling that early adoption phase? And I think the answer to that is, is yes. To go through medical technologies guidance, you do need a, a certain body of evidence and it's quite difficult to generate that evidence within the NHS, particularly now when there's so much you know, pressure on, on staff to manage elective backlogs and still you know, the, the legacy of COVID. So I think programmes like EVA that will help create that stepping stone between the regulatory approval and the adoption or full assessment of NICE is a really important step and will hopefully prevent you know, some of that early stage thawing of adoption. Mark has already outlined why NICE is excited by the early value assessment pilot. Andrew, do you think this type of pathway would encourage developers from around the world to bring their products to the UK to develop their evidence base here? 
Yeah, I think there's every opportunity to do that. Any process that adds further transparency and further support into the adoption stage is, of course, welcome. You know, all health systems around the world are complicated to access. They're big structures. So anything that we can do in the UK to simplify that, to make it more transparent, uh, will be welcome. We know there's not exactly the same, but similar programs in other countries, and they have proved attractive to industry, but none are without issues. And you know, the opportunity we have here is to really communicate with innovators that they can come to the UK, they can be supported in developing robust evidence, but rigorous evidence, as Mark said, and do so within the UK, backed by the strong reputation that NICE has and that the NHS, of course, also has, that can have a broader international impact and so not just impact in the UK. Those things can be a, a really strong incentive for companies to really designate the UK as an early launch market. It's not just about the early value assessment programme, it's how that sits within the wider system. It's about the signal, it sends the system. And I think there is something to look at here about the challenge of class versus technology. Particularly in digital health, you know, hear about clinicians, there's so many solutions out there, you know, which one do they choose? So I think it's going to be a bit of a balancing act in terms of making sure that the programme offers some certainty to those who are acting on its recommendations. In terms of that joined up approach and how it sits within the rest of the system, it really does need to be part of a pathway from regulatory through early value assessment, maybe onto full guidance, but linking then into the reimbursement, the funding and finally adoption and preferably at pace and scale. It's very much about how it can be part of the lit runway as George Freeman, when he was life science minister, described it. And Mark, do you have anything further to add? I think I've just got to echo Andrew's comments there, really. And and for those of you who are listening don't know, I'm recently new to NICE in the last six to eight weeks, but I've worked with NICE for the past 20 years and I've come from a commercial background. And what is pleasing to me as I see this program develop internally is the wider system stakeholders that are participating. So what Andrew has just echoed is being echoed in the corridors of the commissioning world. And there is a real appetite to tackle that once and for all. But I think to add a little bit of caution in there, tackling it is a very, very big challenge. So we probably need a little bit of patience because we might get good rather than perfection in these first rounds. And it's over time that we can build on that. And then in terms of the reward in the innovators, class versus single, I think this was ever thus. And I think that's a wider challenge for medical technologies anyway, given their lack of protection potentially in a commercial market versus a pharmaceutical comparator. So perhaps we need to take that in a different direction. But in regards to the early value assessment, it's about getting that early signal to the system to say there is good promise here. Let's be more intentional about proving that promise is deliverable and real because we can all agree that there are a lot of technologies that have got into the NHS through enthusiasm that have not necessarily achieved the promise, either through lack of evidence or lack of further commitment in the adoption cycle. So we would hate to miss out on those game changes just through general fatigue and inertia that may have been prevalent over the last few years. And I think the market has changed in the NHS. They are really looking as a pull rather than what may have historically been a push given the recent pandemic and all of the good work that was done in the medical technology sector to support the challenges that came quite left field and immediate during those times. And a final question for you both. What do you hope will be the outcome of this pilot? 
Andrew, if I could just start with you first. I really hope that you get swamped with lots of applications, but I also hope that then you are supported to manage that demand. So that way we can unearth as many possible innovations that can support patients and the system. But more so than that, I think to comment Mark just made about achieving the promised benefits, I really hope long term we can establish a feedback loop that looks at what's gone through EVA, what was the promise, was it adopted, was that promise delivered, and look at what are the characteristics of those innovations that went through the programmes that did actually get adopted and deliver. And we can really then sort of start to fine tune the programme. If you listen to this one year on in 2023, things will have moved on already. So I hope we really see innovations flowing through the system. And I would really encourage our members, our ABHI members and the wider health technology industry to consider all of NICE's programmes, not just EVA. Really look at those as a key signal to the market about what your innovation can deliver. Take a look at the NICE website, look at their program, see which is most appropriate for your innovation and the stage it is at, and work with NICE. You know, they're a really great partner to uh, collaborate with. I'd echo Andrew's comments again. What I would like to see at the end of this is that people have got a further reassurance that NICE is on a journey to change it's the way it does things in the medical technology sector. This is clearly focused on the early element of value propositions, but I hope this leads into a firming up of the other programmes, which will mean those technologies that already exist can go through other programmes as well. And also the communication in around these things, you know, so it's simple, it's timely, and the technologies we look at are relevant to the needs of the system today. So I have seen more than green shoots in the programme so far, and I've seen adaptation and dexterity in professionals in NICE that gives me that reassurance that we will deliver. And I've also seen the enthusiasm and tenacity in partner organisations that want to grab the recommendations that come out of this and make that really work in a sustainable fashion for the for the NHS as a whole. So I can only see positive things, but I would again just finish on a note of caution. This is a pilot. We will make mistakes, but those mistakes will lead to lessons that we will quickly adapt from, which will mean it will all be successful in the end, I hope. You can learn more about NICE's Early Value Assessment Project by watching a webinar on the NICE YouTube channel. You can also read a blog on our website. Thank you for listening to this episode of NICE Talks. If you're not already a subscriber and you've enjoyed what you've heard, why not hit the subscribe button now? And also recommend us to a friend or colleague. You'll find us on social media too. Search for at NICECOMS. Join us again next month for another podcast. Thank you for listening and goodbye.